0: And let's start off with the daily COVID numbers. Thailand logged 15,452 new COVID-19 cases and 224 more fatalities during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry announced on Sunday morning. On Friday, 18,257 COVID-19 patients were discharged from hospital after recovering from the coronavirus, 18% more than the number of new infections. The number of active cases in Thailand has fallen every day for the past three weeks. The Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration said in the afternoon briefing that the 224 new fatalities ranged between the ages of 26 and 94 years old and included two Myanmar citizens, one Cambodian and one Pakistani. So good news on the front of the coronavirus right now, the numbers seem to be dropping. As I said previously though, the testing numbers have also been dropping, so there is a correlation between both, but we will definitely keep an eye on that for you for later on. And we'll start off with our first story of the day. The Phuket Sandbox generates 1.634 billion in two months. The Phuket Sandbox scheme, launched on July 1, has generated a revenue of about 1.6 billion baht during the past two months, Governor Narong Wunsi said, citing a report from the Tourism and Sports Ministry, Economics, Tourism and Sports Division. According to the report, during a period of July 1 to August 31st, the accumulated number of tourist arrivals was 26,400, making a total of 366,971 room nights. The revenue from tourism during this period was estimated at 1.64 billion baht, including 567 million baht from accommodation, 376 million baht from goods and services, 350 million baht from food and drinks, and 229 million baht from medical and health services. A report from the Phuket Immigration Office, the accumulated number of tourists from July 1 to September 3 was 27,609. Number of tourists from the first 5 countries were 3,647 from the United States, 3,437 from the United Kingdom, 3,141 from Israel, 2,174 from France and 2,159 from Germany. There was also 3,794 from Thailand who were Thai citizens returning home. Of that, 10,355 had left the country and 17,254 were still in the country with 4,762 remaining in Phuket. Under the Phuket Sandbox program from July 1, vaccinated tourists are allowed to visit Phuket without quarantine. Visitors are required to stay in Phuket for at least 14 days after which they can travel to other parts of the country. Now there seems to be a decent amount of revenue generated during this period of nearly 1.6 billion baht. How much of that is actual revenue and how much are made up figures, we'll never know. We just have to take the word of the government in relation to this. It probably would have been a lot more if they had allowed alcohol to be served and bars and clubs to be open. And it would have benefited a lot more people. But that's actually going to bring me into the next story, which is in relation to guest houses in Phuket. Sandbox tourists are shunted as Phuket officials delist guest houses from SHA+. Officials have yet to explain why guest houses already inspected and improved as SHA plus accommodation venues are having their SHA plus licenses revoked because they are fully legal operating as guest house but not as hotels, a fact known at the time when they were approved. The operator of one guest house in Batang reported yesterday on September 4th. He first learned of the problem on last Wednesday when he went to register get details through the Thailand SHA web portal, as required by law. Unable to log in, the guest owner at first presumed it was a password or website problem, but was told by the Thailand SHA web administration that his guest house was no longer registered as a SHA plus venue. Asked why the SHA status was revoked, the owner was told to contact administrators of the Sandbox Phuket project through their Facebook page. After days of receiving no reply, the owner was finally informed last night that, we just get the report that you have no hotel license. The owner was told to have his Sandbox tourists move to another SHA Plus venue. He was also informed that accepting any new Sandbox guests would be illegal. If you continue to accept customers, you will act against the law, said one message. Please ask your customer to move to the other hotel, the next message read. The guest house in Patong is currently enjoying 100% occupancy. Most of the guests are sandbox tourists, the owner said. The guest house was approved for SHA in April to June, and for the SHA Plus at the end of June, he added. The guest house was even issued a SHABA ID code in order to log in to the Thailand SHA platform to register guest details. No longer registered as a SHA plus venue, the guest house can no longer issue confirmation of prepaid bookings at an SHA Plus venue, needed by tourists applying for a certificate of entry in order to travel to Phuket, the owner explained. The guesthouse also can no longer issue any release documents needed by Sandbox guests to confirm they were, had stayed at a SHA Plus guest in completing their 14-day stay on the island. The same release document is needed for Sandbox tourists to be able to leave the island to travel to any other part of Thailand. They have shut us down completely without warning. We have a guesthouse license for 1 to 25 rooms. Everything is in order and we renewed the license in June. We follow the rules of the letter. Our hygiene routines are probably better than anywhere else in Phuket," the owner explained. His guesthouse is not the only one to have had its SHA plus status revoked, he said. The owner added that he had no idea what to tell his staff, who were recently brought back in order to cope with the full bookings. We have full strength of staff, cleaning, hotel, Manager, kitchen for breakfast, the guest house owner said. This is looking like there is some kind of corruption going on within this SHA at the moment. They approved these guest houses. And if you go on to the SHA plus website, you will see that the guest houses are no longer there. They've all been removed, even though they were confirmed and inspected and given a seal of approval, knowing there were guest houses. Now, I think something's going on with these big hotels who are seeing these smaller hotels who are charging cheaper rates and are being full. And I think these hotels are having some influence on what's going on here. I've also noticed that villas, for example, somebody with a single-rent villa that's SHA+, has not been delisted. But they would not have a hotel license either, so why not? Now, this needs to be spoken about, and this needs to be addressed properly by the Phuket governor and the Phuket government. Simply sending Facebook messages to an owner of a hotel who is employing lots of staff, who's benefiting the economy, who's finally after months, a year of being empty, has finally starting to see some benefits, see light at the end of the tunnel for himself, and it's been cut away by these bureaucratic assholes? This should not stand. And I really do hope somebody steps in to help these people, because it's not fair. The Phuket governor has said that this sandbox project is for everyone of Phuket, to help the Phuket people to bring back economic prosperity. But it seems to be that the Phuket Sandbox is only for chain hotels. That's who it seems to be for. The provincial government's buddies. Guest houses should not be treated like that. They're a licensed guest house. It means they're licensed to have people stay in it. They meet all the requirements for SHA+. They meet all the health and safety guidelines because they have been inspected. So what's the issue? The issue is they're full and they're taking these customers away from the big hotels who have very little people staying in them. And there's a certain amount of jealousy going on, and I pre- I, would, I would bet my life on it that this goes way up the chain as what's after going on. No explanation to these people. Absolutely terrible treatment of people who are just trying to make a living and employ local people and give them a job and something to do. So now this owner is to go back and tell his staff, I'm really sorry, I'm gonna have to close down. Your jobs are all gone again. Thanks for the effort, but this is the Phuket government. And of course, when they go to try to get some kind of social security, they'll be told no. So, what do you think about this? Does this sound or smell a little corrupt to you? I'd love to know your thoughts down in the comment section down below. And now for the next story. Patia eyes reopening. The lessons learned from Phuket, which has led the way in reopening to foreign visitors since July 1, followed by Samui Plus two weeks later, have encouraged Pattaya to follow in their footsteps. Pattaya is part of the mainland, unlike Phuket and Samui which are islands and so easier to isolate. That means the Patia Move On, or PMO, initiative has had to come up with stricter conditions for tourists. While they are looking forward to welcoming international holidaymakers, challenges remain. The Bangkok Post spoke to the business community and local administration about the reopening process and the outlook for tourism's economic recovery. Khunrachana Chai, Vice Chairman of the Patia Business and Tourism Association said Provincial standard operating procedures including guidelines for inbound tourists are complete. Unlike Phuket's SOPs in which foreign tourists are allowed to roam the island upon arrival even though they must stay on the island for 14 days before departing to other provinces The SOP for Apatia will require visitors to spend their first three days at an alternative local quarantine before travelling under the sealed route program for another three days. From the seventh day, visitors can switch hotels and travel to more destinations, but they must use services from tourism operators with the SHA Plus certificate. Tourists will have more choices from the seventh day, but the key principle is that the staff which provides services must be fully vaccinated, he said. Vaccinations are being sped up in districts scheduled to reopen next month to reach a target of 70% of the population, he noted. The sealed route programme will reduce COVID-19 risks to residents and domestic travellers, he said, while noting locals are considering replacing sealed route, with other words, to make more visitors feel less restricted. When asked about his hopes for the sealed route programme, Mr. Retinachai said that as long as the local economy does not remain stagnant, it's a good enough. Despite the SOPs and the Seal route program, there are concerns in the business community about COVID-19 spread linked to the PMO scheme, he admitted. However, it's time for Patia, bruised by prolonged COVID-19 restrictions, to move forward and preparations are being made to respond to untoward incidents. That's why we came up with the Patia Move On. We are not waiting for the pandemic to come to an end. The private sector deserves the credit for making it happen, he said. Mr Retinachai said Patya is also pinning its hopes on foreign businessmen attending meetings related to the Eastern Economic Corridor scheme which covers Rayong, Chonboree and Chechenangsao provinces. Kuntanet, acting president of the Chonboree Tourism Council, said even though October marks the start of the tourism season, Tourists' arrival are expected to be around 20-30% to 30% of those pre-COVID-19. Citing tour operators, he said that only 20% of arrivals are holidaymakers, while the 80% are those who have family, businesses or manufacturing investments in Thailand and seek a long-term stay. Patia is close to Bangkok and the visitors are most likely to be business operators or investors who want a long stay. If they are COVID-19 free after 14 days, they can travel anywhere, he said. As for holidaymakers, the PMO scheme is expected to draw visitors from Russia and some European countries who want to spend their breaks in warm countries, said Mr. Tanet. However, he said that Russian tour operators see Patia seal route programme as restricted when compared with programmes offered by the Maldives, Egypt and Venezuela, which are Thai competitors for the Russian market. But I think getting started is better than doing nothing, he said. He also said that if Thailand endorses the AstraZeneca vaccine manufactured in India, the South Asian country will be a potential market for the PMO scheme. Patiamer Santau Kumplom, said even though the PMO is a collaboration between the public and private sectors, the local administration does not decide which operators will take part in the sealed route program and participation is on a voluntary basis. The Patia City and the Tourism Association of Thailand support the scheme by designating tourist areas and allocating time slots to keep foreign visitors and local tourists apart. The sealed route programs for foreign visitors are arranged separately and tourists from different groups will not mingle. The tour programs are mainly natural attractions because curbs and entertainment businesses have not yet been eased. Mr. Santaya also pointed out that businessmen taking part in the EEC meetings are required to travel under another set of COVID 19 restrictions, which are different from the sealed route program being introduced for tourists. Kunsu Anan Chai, chief of the Department of Health, said that unlike Phuket, Patia is not an island where controlling virus transmission is easier. In addition, the vaccination rate in Patia is still lower than Phuket, which has achieved over 70% of the population. Patia's vaccination rate has reached 40% and is expected to reach 70% in October. One challenge is how the local authority will be able to keep the situation under control and within the health system's capacity to treat patients after the reopening. Okay, so this is the... Patia move on plan that is planned for next month. Now it does sound like they've definitely learned their lessons from the Phuket sandbox model and then did the complete opposite of what a normal person would have learned but at least they're being honest about it and they know they're not going to attract too many tourists. This seems to be more aimed at businessmen and maybe people who are trying to come back to Thailand or people who are returning to their businesses but not really tourists. Basically, you spend three nights first in a state quarantine facility, then you're allowed out of the state quarantine facility to roam around some very confined sealed routes for another three days, and then you spend another seven days which will be in a larger sealed route area. So you'll still be doing your 14 days like you would do if you went to Phuket. Personally, I'd probably prefer to go to Phuket than to go to Patia to do this. Also, another issue, and as they have brought it up, is the lack of bars and entertainment venues being open. What's the point to go to Patia if you can't have a drink, can't go out, have a bit of fun, enjoy yourself? I think this law that they currently have in place, or the banning of bars and clubs and everything being open, needs to be you know, knocked down. And it's time for everything to be reopened. If you're planning to reopen the tourism and you're creating a sealed route or you have the sandbox model, then everything within that sealed route should be open as if it's normal. Normal times, not all closed and people being restricted even within these sealed routes. I think it's just unfair and cheating tourists and people coming back to Thailand of time and cheating them out of their money. And personally, I'd like to see everything open within these sealed routes or sandboxes. As we've said before, it looks like this is what the Prime Minister meant by fully reopened, lots of sealed routes around the country. I'm not exactly sure how Bangkok's going to work in all of this. So we're going to have to listen up and hopefully we hear some details in the coming weeks because the plan also is for Bangkok to open in October or early November. I'd be interested to see what kind of sealed route they make for that, because I don't think a sealed route in Bangkok would at all work, but we're going to have to see. So what do you think of this Patia move on plan? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's a bad idea? Who do you think it would really appeal to? Businessmen, tourists, you know, expats wanting to come back home. What do you think? I'd love to know down below in the comment section. Now our next story, British man rescued after being lost 3 days in the Thai jungle. A 72-year-old British man was found safe 3 days after disappearing in a thick jungle in northeastern Thailand when going to visit friends on a motorbike. A local hunter came across Barry Leonard Weller on Friday in a remote forest in Konken province, said Natawat Tadi, a member of a local volunteer team that helped rescue him. He was asleep on a rock formation after climbing it to try to see a route out. Weller said he had not eaten anything during his ordeal but sipped water puddles on rocks, using grass as straws. Video showed Weller walking gingerly out of the forest, the rescue team around him. He was shoeless and dressed in shorts and an open shirt. He looked tired and had multiple small cuts on his legs but otherwise appeared healthy. Yes, I'm wonderfully happy. I've never been so happy in my life, Weller said. My feet are sore, otherwise I am happy. Hot. I just admire the work these people are doing. It makes me cry. They are doing a great job. He emerged to an emotional reunion with his Thai wife, Tawee Chasarit. They hugged tightly and wept before thanking rescuers. Thank you everyone. Thank you to all the teams who kept fighting along with me, she said, holding her hands together in a traditional Thai gesture of respect. Tawee 49 said by phone that Weller left her home on Tuesday and failed to return. It rained heavily and she searched for him unsuccessfully. She alerted the authorities the next day. She said he told her that he had taken a different route than usual and became lost. Weller is retired and has lived in Thailand for about 15 years, she said. There are many types of wild animals in Thailand's jungles including tigers, leopards, bears and elephants but rescuers said that particular forest was not considered dangerous. Well a good news story. It's nice to see Mr Weller has made it out of the jungle after spending three days. I'm sure he could probably do a new Bear grills show with what he has learned from his three days in the jungle. I think there was another man as well got lost in the jungle over the weekend as well. I also think he spent three nights in the jungle so I'm not sure what it is with older expats getting lost in the jungle but it's a bad idea to stray into a place you don't know and certainly not keep track of where you're going. That's just my own information that I'm giving to people because that would be common sense but I'm really glad that he's okay and his Thai partner or wife seems to be very happy that he's okay. So let's hope uh, Barry has learned his lesson and uh, we'll stay out of the Thai jungles. And up next, the Phuket News Roundup. Phuket reported 243 new COVID infections in the past 24 hours. Three of them were from the Sandbox program. The seven-day total of COVID infections in Phuket is 1,596. We had 588 international arrivals through the Sandbox scheme, all tested negative for COVID on arrival. They arrived on eight flights, two Thai airways, one Guatar, one Emirates, one Etihad, two Singapore Airlines and two private jets. 93 travellers tested negative for COVID during their second test, while 70 tested negative in their third and final test. Since the 1st of July, 28,197 travellers have availed of the Sandbox programme. In relation to the vaccination rate in Phuket, to date, 92% of the residents of Phuket have had their first dose, while 79% have received their second. In other Phuket news... Sea Gypsies and Kakao under lockdown. The residential area of Sea Gypsies inside Kakao 6 on the west coast of Phuket has been placed under lockdown for one week following a spate of infections in the community. Jetstar launches weekly Singapore to Phuket flight. Jetstar has relaunched its service between Singapore and Phuket with a once-weekly flight now confirmed. And finally, financial support for students as families plunged into poverty. Financial assistance was handed out to 500 children from families plunged into poverty by the ongoing economic crisis so the children can continue their schooling. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kira Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.